Hello and welcome to Mind and Money Show, where we talk all things mindset, money management and our entrepreneurial journey. Along the way, we're going to throw in some amazing guests for good measure. I'm Shane Highland. I'm Gareth Shears. This show is going to change your life and teach you skills that school never taught you. Boom. Can I bring something up that's that's been um, muted in the, the the papers over the weekend? We won't go into too much detail, but there there was a well known uh, national paper over the weekend that ran a story in terms of um, not recommending not having protection. Now we don't need to go into the ins and outs of it, but it it highlighted to me the fact that if somebody's stating that, how how much are people buying into it and not? protecting themselves their family their businesses in the event of something going wrong that is outside of their control yeah um this probably reversed back a little bit to where this information came from the news the negative events world service as uh, some of our esteemed colleagues call it and i think that's quite true and you have these people the the, the journalist in question i'm probably go on a limb and say I'm 100% convinced he's never ever advised a client in his life has never kind of given any sort of financial advice or been in that situation or actually understood any people who've actually yeah. claimed on a life insurance policy for um, for some sort of sad event or income protection or critical illness um, I think there's, there's so many of these sweeping statements out there in the press at the moment which uh, really grates me to be honest I think one of the the points that came through and that maybe about it was a waste of money that you know it, it'll never pay out. But I think I think wires were crossed, and I think the 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 concept of it was different types of plans. And we won't go into the, the nitty gritty, but um, in terms of you know protection, life insurance, you know, it, it will pay out if something happens, a specific thing, you die. You know, the the the, the other bits and pieces such as critical illness and income protection and all these type of things they're all unique to themselves they pay out on specific um issues you know even last year i have i've had the benefit of of getting one of them paid out um to myself so they do work yeah they do um and i i think people have got to understand is that yes these insurances don't generally have a monetary value there are some old-fashioned ones there are still some around which do have an end kind of monetary value so i'm not going to get the nitty-gritty of that um but the idea is is that you do never ever claim on one of these insurances but they are there for if it does happen and i've had clients who claimed on them i have seen the effects of having insurance i've also seen the effects sadly of not having insurance um but you know it it can't be ignored um and i just think like i said probably a bit of a misconception around it i think potentially the article was skewed in a way that was trying to make out that people are these old-fashioned insurance salesmen. And don't get me wrong, there'll be a few of those around there selling kind of things like that. But I think if you come down the lines of finding real financial planning advice, it's the it's what underpins it all. Do you know what I mean? You, you can't put a financial plan in place that you want to have this lifestyle and you want to do all this if it's not underpinned by some sort of insurance. Because if you, you and your partner are 
reliant on the income which comes in and you cannot work for some reason, then these insurances there to kick in to continue that financial plan. So you don't have to sell the house. You don't have to kind of downsize. You don't have to sell all your assets just to be able to live and just kind of cope. You want to be able to continue the lifestyle that you love and are accustomed to and your family's accustomed to. Yeah. Um, our financial plans, I think, as you say, show the now and then we come up with the scenarios of you know reduce your spending or what happens if you know if you die sooner or um save more and, and we're coming up with the the scenarios of what we need to change um but we do have a duty to protect the person that's in front of us um their husband or wife um and or their children um and the the business partners and that duty of care can only or the shortfall can only be made up on the red that's on our um financial planning um technology showing that the shortfalls and 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 the shortfall can only be made up by protecting against um some horrific uh, incident occurring that's outside of our control um and it's 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 interesting to note i've pulled a few stats off from um last year that one company themselves um if we talk about life insurance income protection one of them um was income protection um top claims um cancer was 18% mental health 15% um on claims um it was around the same for the critical illness but a big thing was business protection um and by that i mean key person cover uh, partnership protection relevant life cover only paid 900k out in the year 2020 which states to me that um a lot of people were um very very safe and didn't die or that that um market is really really uh underprotected because if you look at the the figures um life cover payouts for the same company in 2020 was 72 million um income protection was 14.6 million so there's a lot of money being paid out and i know when they show the stats there was something like a 94% payout rate for most of the applications and the reason for the six percent was, you know, due to false data or claiming um incorrectly and stuff like that. So we know through the work that we do that it is um an absolute necessity to have this. We can protect people in terms of their lifestyle going ahead by making recommendations or changing their behaviour, but we cannot protect something happening to them that will have a massive impact and uh, both to them, their family, their children, their business, and can derail whatever lifestyle plan that we've put into place for them or recommended. Yeah, and I, and I, I think so many people are kind of buried head in the sand with it'll never happen to me. Um, you hear that so often, um, and you read about it so often, it'll never happen to me. But yeah, hopefully it never will, but statistically there's a good chance it will. Um, and I think coming back to your business insurance there, which you say hasn't paid out much, well, we've surveyed business owners ourselves, haven't we? And I think the stats are quite alarming because I think it, it is somewhere in the region of 25%, I think, if I can remember, actually actually do have insurance to cover themselves within the business or key people in the business. They've got all their technology insured, their fleet vehicles insured, their building insured, their public indemnity insurance. I know you're going to have that. But what they don't have is themselves and the key people in the business. And some of these businesses, and I would say actually the majority of these businesses are reliant on the owner actually being the main cog that keeps the business moving. 
and they just bury their head in the sand and not insure themselves, you know. And and I just think it's a institutional thing within the UK with regards to kind of insurance because you read a lot about insurance in other companies and it's seen as far more of a kind of a kind of necessity, you know, I guess required, you know, more than anything. It it's funny when you say the um, it'll never happen to me. However, every every is it every Tuesday, Wednesday, Friday, and Saturday night, people spend a shed load of money on the lottery on the grounds that it could be could be you, uh, and it happens to the odd person that they they win. It's it, there's there's a higher percentage chance of getting an illness rather than um, getting you know winning the lottery. But I I do agree. Go back to you know the protection side of it um the, the the stats that we've looked at and the the polls that we've ran i think far too many people think they know their numbers don't know their numbers and are not adequately protected both for themselves or the business and we have a duty of care to create the best lifestyle for people show them what they need to do how they need to do it and we can we can map scenarios which May or may, not, may or may not be correct, such as, you know, if, if a growth rate on a pension or an ice or whatever product it may be grows by this, you're going to have enough. But what we also can do at the very outset is show them their numbers so they get the option of deciding whether they want to protect their numbers or not. Because it's all good and well having a, a plan going forward for the, the niceties in life. But if, you know, poo hits the fan, there needs to be uh, something there that can allow them or their family, or the business partners, to continue with the lifestyle that they have always dreamed about. Yeah, exactly. And and I come back to this kind of misconception that it won't happen to me, you know. Um, but I'll come to something that I, I do a lot with clients, and, and I draw on the board um, across, and in the top left-hand corner, I put a picture of their mobile phone and their sort of dog, in the next one, then I put a picture of their car, and then in the bottom left, I put a picture of their house and some other kind of things like that. And in the bottom right, I put a picture of them, and I always ask them how many kids you've got. I kind of already will usually know that picture of them, their partner, their kids, and I'll say, okay, let's go through these. Let me guess: your mobile phone, you've insured that; your laptop, your iPad, you've insured that. I can imagine you've probably insured your boiler and your sky. <laughs> Um, then you move on to the car. Yes, we have to insure the cars and so on and so forth, but there's a good chance they've insured their bike as well. The house, yes, you have to insure that. And then you come to the last box and say, have you insured the most important people in your life? Your family, your kids, you, because if you can't continue to work or do anything like that, I put a big X through it, all these things go down the drain. You can't insure your sky. You have to stop having it. You know, you probably have to give your house up. You know, you probably have to get rid of a car or so on and so forth. But that's the thing. And and we're all so good at kind of, we, we go and buy that Starbucks coffee, coffee which might cost you £3.30 every day. You know, even if you just cut back on a couple of those coffees, you can, insurance is not expensive. Well, the older you get, it gets expensive. But actually, you've got to look at the bigger picture, you know. You like you you've got to protect the things that are important to you, and I think that's where we miss, hugely miss that point. The 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 final thing I think, which we have seen is, 
a plan for an individual, a family, a business will be bespoke. It will have specific numbers. I think far too much in the past, people decided through banks, through advisors, that the, the, the number of £250,000 or £500,000 or a million pounds of life cover or critical illness, whatever it may be, sounded nice. Everyone is individual because everyone will have a specific income um, f- related to themselves. They'll have specific in in sorry they'll have specific expenditure which is related just to them and their family uh, for a period of time. So you can only protect yourself correctly when you know your numbers and you have gone through a, a plan. Um, which will be specific and bespoke to you. And each person or family's um, numbers will be uh, individual numbers for them. No two families, individuals, couples will be the same. And I think this is the the big thing that people need to, to do is to create, understand what lifestyle they have now, what lifestyle they want to have in the future, um, per, um, it, try and ensure that they can make that happen by spending less, saving more, whatever it may be, but also ensuring that if something horrible did happen, that all of that good work that they've put into practice can uh, w- won't be wasted and, and th- that lifestyle that they wanted for themselves, their their husband, their wife, their business partner, their children can continue by having the correct numbers in place. Yeah, so I guess in short, um, should you have insurance? Uh, absolutely, yes. But should it be um, a specific rounded number like everyone seems to have? No. It's getting to know your numbers and looking exactly what you need. Yeah, exactly. It's got to be specific to you, hasn't it? It can't just be your generic, you know, 100 grand here or 100 grand there. I think you've got to really drill it down into something more specific about what covers your needs and your lifestyle. Thanks for listening. And if you enjoyed this episode, then please subscribe and remember to follow us on social media for more content like this.